My name is Mary, and this is my most wonderful husband, Chris. And we are here to continue talking about the freedom we get to walk out in Christ. Amen. A little while ago, we put a question out on our Facebook page, and we asked, we were going to start a a podcast, what would people like us to talk about? And one of the responses we got from our friend Denise was how to walk out in the freedom after deliverance, right? So last time, if you guys remember, we ended on Psalm 150, which was all about praising God. And, you know, we talked about the 10 lepers, you know, that Jesus healed. You know, they came and they said, Jesus, you know, son of David, have mercy on us. And he said, go present yourselves to the priests. And then as they went, one, seeing that he was healed, came back, yelling, rejoicing, praising God, fell at Jesus's feet. And it says it worshiped him and thanked God. Yes. Jesus was kind of baffled. Maybe not baffled. Maybe baffled is the wrong word. Disappointed. That could be. Were there not 10 who were cleansed, where are the other nine? Yeah. And could they not come back and worship God, but only this one, and he is a foreigner? And we discussed about how it's our our call to duty, if you, if you would, to worship God and to praise him yeah. for what he's done in us. So that if we get delivered, saved, healed, delivered, set free, made whole, yeah, which is what that word truly means, we need to tell it to the world. We need to share it with the people. And we also see this in the scriptures of the demoniac, the man at the Decapolis, who was actually living in and amongst the tombs of the Decapolis, right. who had the legion of demons within him. He cut himself. He cut himself. He yeah. broke, literally broke the chains of his bondage. They couldn't keep him bound anymore, and he was so off the rail. And when he was healed, when he was delivered of those demons, the people kind of got upset with how Jesus did it, and they begged him, please leave our area. The man wants to go with Jesus. Jesus says, no, you go back to your people and tell them, your friends, your family, your the people that you live around, the mm-hmm. people in your cities, of the goodness of God that, ha- that God has done in you. And then when he comes back, we saw in like, what was it, like a chapter and a half later. Yeah. Chapter seven in Mark. Yeah. That the people then came to Jesus and said, hey, here's a here's a guy who's uh, not only deaf, but he's also dumb. He can't speak. Um, could you heal him? So yeah. now they have faith, right? Yeah. So all of this to say, when we are set free whether it be from demonic oppression or depression or, or, or demon possession, that's the word I'm looking for, that we need to shout it from the rooftops. We need to tell people about the goodness of God and what he's done in our lives. Amen. We see that throughout the scriptures. Mm-hmm. So then God kind of led me to Psalm 150, where we read that 13 times the word praise is used, right? And it's the hala or hallelujah. Of like hallelujah, praise, glory to God. And I love how the last verse, verse six says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah, let everything that has breath praise Adonai. Hallelujah. Amen. That is awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, 
take a deep breath, let it out, and realize you just breathe. Therefore, you are commanded by the word of God to praise the Lord. Amen. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> so we want to look now, what does praising the Lord do? Oh, wow. Praising the Lord does a lot. A, it connects us better with the Lord. Yeah. Because we are glorifying him. We're magnifying his name when we praise him. We praise him because knowing who he is and what he does. I mean, most of the time we praise him because we've seen him do something. You know, a lot of times we'll praise him just because he's God, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then there's warfare praise. Warfare praise. Okay. So would you like to go a little deeper in what do you mean by warfare praise? Did I say that right? Warfare praise. Yeah, I said it. Okay. Yeah. Well, what I mean by warfare praise is that when we're praising the Lord, we then are letting everything around us know that he's our king. That Jesus is king. Yeah. So when you say everything around us. Everyone, everything, anything that can hear me, even creation. All of creation. All of creation. I mean, the grass blades, they clap. The trees, they clap. Yeah. They all worship God. They do. It's amazing. But we're also declaring to this spirit realm. Yes. Of who God is. Yes. Not just who he is, but who he is to us. And in us. And through us. Yep. And then all glory goes. To him. Because it's all from him. Through him and to him. There you go. (laughs) So we came across this passage in Second Chronicles chapter 20, and it really shows what worship does. I mean, God is faithful to his word, yeah. beyond a doubt. If God says, I'm going to make a way in the desert, you know that there's going to be a way, right? Amen. But we see this thing transpire in Second Chronicles chapter 20. We see that like the country of Moab, the and Ammon, and I believe there's even another one, are coming against Jehoshaphat and Judah. And King Jehoshaphat is, is fearful, and he's, he's pleading with the Lord and saying, Lord God, you know, you brought us in. This is your place. And if anything happens to us, if a disaster comes upon us, or the sword or judgment or pestilence, we're going to stand before your temple where your name is, where you abide, and we are going to petition you and wait for you We're going to cry out to you, knowing that you will hear and save us. That's what it kind of summarized in verse 9. But I'm going to pick it up in verse 13, and it says, Now all Judah, with their little ones, their wives, and their children, stood before the Lord. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jael, the son of Methaniah, the a Levite of the sons of Asaph in the midst of the assembly. And he said, listen, all of you of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and you, King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid or dismayed because of this great multitude for the battle is not yours, but God's tomorrow go down against them. They will surely come up by the ascent of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. You will not need to fight in this battle. That's that's an amazing statement. <laughs> Just right? right there. 
continue. The, the position yourselves, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord is with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. Then the Levites of the children of the Kohathites and of the children of Korathites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with voices loud and high. So they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army and were saying, Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. And the final verse, Now when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come up against Judah, and they were defeated. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Right? Isn't that amazing? Uh, that, that, to me, that's very amazing. They got to stand there, sing their praises, and God did all the fighting. Amen. And I love how Jehoshaphat was like, just full of this faith that this is what the word of the Lord said to him. Mm-hmm. Because he said, believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. Then he says, believe his prophets and you shall prosper. Because remember, it was the prophets that said, listen, all you of Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem and you, King Jehoshaphat. Yeah. Thus says the Lord, do not be afraid. Don't be dismayed because of this great multitude for the battle is not yours, but God. Amen. 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 Can I just share a couple of things that you've already said it, but I just kind of wanted to read just one little section here in the complete Jewish Bible here. So in verse 20, it says, The next morning they rose early and went out into the Tekoa Desert. As they left, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Trust in Adonai your God and you will be safe. Trust in his prophets, and you will succeed. Wow, there you go. I like that. Trust. 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 You know, when we were looking at Ephesians 6, the shield of faith was the shield of of trust. Trust. The trust in the Lord. Faith is trusting and believing in the power of God for your good. Yeah. For for the power of God, period. No matter which way is your good or bad. Trust is believing in God and trusting in him. That's that's faith, right? Trusting him, yeah. I mean, to trust somebody 
You remember those times when you would say, let's see if we can trust somebody and we'd fall back in their arms? Yeah. Okay, there's just a slight picture of trusting God. Yeah. Your whole life, from the time you say yes to Jesus, we get to trust him. But here on earth, we trust him. You know, at church, we sing a song, you know, going all in. Yeah. That's trust, going all in. You trust him with finances. You trust him with health. You trust him with everything you are, everything you Mm -hmm. have. You trust him with your family. You trust him with everything, everything. That's belief. I remember when I was still pretty young in, in, in the faith, you know, talking about this topic and people were like, well, you put your faith in, in, in the chair to support you. Okay. Well, you trust that the chair will support you, but God, unlike a chair won't break. Amen. Because I've sat in chairs and had them, well, crumble underneath me. Wasn't fun. Fell on the ground. Was painful. <laughs> I think it left a scar. <laughs> So if we bring this all the way back a couple of episodes, what does it look like for a person to walk out their freedom after being delivered, healed, set free, made whole? Yeah. Sozoed is in the the Greek. And it looks like praising God is the answer. And it looks like not just praising God. Oh, thank you. Hallelujah. I'm set free from this. And that, and I'm just so thankful, God, hallelujah, praise you, Jesus. But it's, look what the Lord has done, people. Yeah, because it's not just word. It's not. It's not just word. When when the demoniac was set free, it wasn't just, hey, this is what he did. It was, look what he did. When the, when the lepers were cleansed, it wasn't, hey, you know, he did this for me. It's no, look what he has done. This morning, I could raise my shoulder immediately without having to work it out. And I can say, look what the Lord has done. Amen. Because last night and every day prior, it was really painful to lift my hand, my arm up onto my head. I would have to slowly lift it and work the muscles in order to be able to do so. Not today, folks. It was, it was, it was awesome. It was a shock actually. Yeah. I was like, she just put her hand over her head and grabbed the other side. And, Wait a minute. She, she was, yes. Sometimes in the morning you literally have to like grab your right wrist and raise your arm. Yeah. With my left hand. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I've, I don't, I don't even know how many times I've prayed for your healing in your shoulder, but today for God's glory. Amen. I was going to say for no, for no apparent reason, but for God's, God's glory. glory. <laughs> You just like did it and you, it wasn't even like a thought. Right. It was amazing. <laughs> I'd like to share a scripture. Um, it's one of my buddy Jeff's favorite scriptures. I mean, don't we all have, we all have favorite scriptures, you know? I mean, like top 100. Top A to Z. Two, <laughs> Genesis 1 to Revelation 21. You know, uh, oh, 22. <laughs> just covering my tracks. <laughs> <laughs> In Revelation 12, though, and verse 17, you know, we're getting down into the nitty gritty stuff. This is when like Satan's just getting whooped and and things are coming together. And in verse 17, it says, and the dragon was enraged with the woman. I love this infighting amongst (laughs) the, the enemy. It's funny. And he went to make war with the rest of her offspring. So we're talking, you know, Satan is 
enraged with basically like the the uh, the, the body of Christ, right? Yeah. And he went off to wage war with the rest of her offspring, Christians, because the woman gave birth to Jesus, and he is the firstborn among many brethren. Amen. Amen. And with the rest of her offspring, now get this, who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Again, it's... Look what the Lord has done. Yes. He's called us to be a a part of his family. He's called us to be his children. Yeah. And he's called us to be witnesses to his goodness and his grace. In Revelation 19, this is where you guys are just kind of going down this biblical path with us. We're not always sure where we're going to go or even worse, where we're going to land. But it's called faith. (laughs) Amen. This is John in Revelation 19, verse 10. And he says, And I fell at his feet and worshipped him. Or fell at his feet to worship him. Excuse me. He's talking about one of the angels. I fell at his feet to one of the angels to worship him. But he said to me, See that you do not do that. I'm your fellow servant and your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. And this is my buddy Jeff's favorite thing. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Hmm. And do you remember what the the prophet said back there in Second Chronicles as we jump backwards in time here? <clears throat> in Second Chronicles 20 again, remember he says in verse 15, go ahead and read it in your version. Oh, in 15? Yeah, 15. He says, don't be afraid or distressed by this great horde. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Amen. That's what the prophet said. And the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. It all just comes back. We need to testify of God, of his goodness, and of his glory because of what he's done in us. Amen. Testify of Jesus Christ, of his goodness, of his glory, for what he's done in us. Amen. 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 So that's going to do it for probably again today. And it's just like. <laughs> there is so much that can be said on how to walk out in the freedom that Jesus has given us. Amen. There's so much. There's so many ways. But the main thing I want to say is to stay focused on him. Amen. If our eyes are gazed upon our Savior our King, our Lord, at all times, nothing can stop. You know, I I had this epiphany one time, and it was that the altitude of our vision dictates the attitude of our heart. If we take our eyes off Jesus and we become inward focused, the attitude of our heart then becomes inward focused and we lose sight of God, and we won't worship him. Because we're too busy looking at ourselves. Exactly. I remember Dan Muller said that uh, sometimes we are navel-focused instead of heaven-focused. And it's the truth. So, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you guys for joining us on these random trips that we take through the Bible. <laughs> and we really appreciate you know each and every one of you. Thank you so much for listening. We have... 
friends listening in multiple states in the U.S. on both coasts, and we have friends listening to us in the Middle East as well, in Pakistan, the UAE. So if you enjoy this content, I ask that you just like give us a, a good like or a little heart thing on your app. Please follow us so that you're notified every Monday when the new uh, episodes come out. And if you would, drop us a line. Let us know what you would like us to talk about. Or if you have any comments on anything we've talked about, we can always bring that up in another podcast and just, you know, go, go more. Yeah, go we, more. we love to hear from others and what they think. It's not just our vision. It's not just our show. This is all Jesus. This is all Father God's. It's only by the grace of God that we can even do this. Amen. It is. So please, just enjoy. Amen. You guys have a great time. We'll see you again next time on Word of Freedom Podcast. Amen.